カクロットバイヌルフラッシュルカ
whole damn like explanation. Um, but it's going to be too confusing. And I know you guys are like either driving or just listening to me or doing something. Um, and you just want, you just want, you just want simple stuff. So, so I do, I want simple stuff. So in turn, I'm going to give you guys simple stuff. So fair, 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 fair. So, um, um, but yeah, you think about it like a car after you go on for a long drive, right? You park it in the, the garage, you close the garage or you just park it, whatever. But, uh, and then you turn off the engine, um, the hood's still going to be hot. The hood's hot, but it's still going to be hot because that, that's kind of how that's, that's a really great, um, kind of symbolic, uh, example of what an afterburn is. Uh, after you like compared to your body so it, your body your your car's hot after a long hard like drive you know the engine still go the engine's off but it's still hot it's emitting heat heat and all that stuff and that's kind of very similar to how your body is and a lot of other fitness companies will capitalize on this and be like our workout is the best and it will increase your afterburn and da 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 but First of all, what type of workout actually increases this afterburn effect and doesn't even work? Yes, it works. Afterburn, um, epoch has been shown in studies to elevate the calorie burnage at rest after your workout up to several hours. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, you can go 32, you can go up to 72 hours or 36, 72 hours. Um, yeah, you're burning slightly more calories, but how much more? Probably like 5%. 5% more, maybe 6 to, or 6 to 15% as stated here by ACE. Um, when they looked at the study done by LaForgia, Withers, and Gore back in 2006. But that thing has to be revisited. When you read studies, you got to you gotta read the latest ones, the latest studies in bulk. You can't be going off a study on 1986 uh, or 1995. Uh, this one's based on 2006, so uh, okay, maybe. Um but yeah, so so uh, you, you have to you have to know that yes, you're burning more calories, but it's not going to compensate for that extra burrito. This does not give you an okay to go to McDonald's and eat a, a large fries or or get the McRib. Is the McRib back? I don't know. Just saying. Um, but I'm just saying, yeah, you got to be cautious. Is it? Does it work? Is the after effect? You know, afterburn effect. Is it true? It's it, yeah, it's true. It, it it it's it works, guys. But don't let this be a permission for you guys to just work out and eat whatever the fuck you want. I want to educate you guys. This does work. And the type of workouts that actually help you achieve the afterburn effect effectively, where you're you know burning as much calories as you can after working and all that stuff, is uh, the high-intensity interval training stuff or high-intensity strength training. Basically, workouts that give you minimal to no rest in between sets and reps, you know? Think about like, yeah, I mean, CrossFit's a great example. Uh, just don't do a shit ton of over <laughs> overhead snatches or, or a shit ton of cleans. Um, and some of you know already, I have this thing against CrossFit. Um, and, you know, I did a little more soul searching a lot more lately than before. And it's, it's not so much, it's not so much the CrossFit, you know, like, what was I going to say? Like there's people who are doing CrossFit that I know that are really good at it. Like there's coaches. I, I would know if someone really wanted to do CrossFit, I have several coaches I know in the top of my head um, that I would refer them to right away to be like, if you want to be great at CrossFit, you're going to go to these people. You want to be great at CrossFit, you're going to be one of these people. I think the issue I have with it is just like the mentality of a lot of the, a lot of people in there. It's kind of, <laughs> it's like, oh no, CrossFit is great. And they know what's up. They know this is not new. 
This is not new. I'm off on a tangent, guys. So sorry. So, <laughs> but anyways, high intensity interval training, guys. So th- those workouts are actually really good. You know, like, um, uh, you know, like a, a really intense boot camp, a really intense body weight conditioning class, a really intense, you know, just re- short rest periods, full gross movement patterns. You're sweating. You're moving every muscle in your body, every inch and every other way. Um, and you're sweating and you're doing it. It's like for 45 minutes, all that fun stuff that works. But how many times should you do that type of workout a week? They suggest they, meaning American council of exercise, um, they suggest three times a week, allowing at least 48 hours in between workout sessions to recover. Because if you keep revving and drag racing your car every damn time, you think those parts are going to survive? You think those, uh, you know, the, the tires, they're not going to need replacing anytime soon? I think they replace tires every race, right? I don't know. I'm not a drag racer. But, um, but I think, I think that, I think that, yeah, that's a thing. So, so that's that. So that's how, that, that's afterburn right there, man. That's afterburn. How do you, what is it? Is it true? And how does it work? And what can I do for it? And so the people who should be really like, Focusing on this stuff, uh, anyone who wants to reduce body fat and improve their conditioning, but uh, more specifically, reducing you know reducing your body fat, uh, burning extra calories. You want everything, even though it's like a five to sixteen percent, you know, increase of of metabolism. Every little bit counts. But again, it's not like you're gonna burn an extra thousand calories. Like, I'm going to burn a 1,000 fucking calories, guys, because I do this specific special workout only provided in this gym. Um, but, yeah, no. So that's that's that for that. Then there's no – I mean, like, high-intensity interval training, you're going to find that in any type of gym nowadays. Uh, my gym, we, we offer that. That's <laughs> We offer that, like, more than three times a week. But we suggest members to do it, you know, maximum three times a week. Um and then we have lifting classes and all that stuff. But um but yeah, don't I mean I mean don't don't try to think you're G.I. Joe and overreach. All right. Um and, and it's like, you know, uh you do three days in a row and you're trying to do four days and then five days and all of a sudden you burn out, then you're out for a week. Um don't do that. Don't be like my buddy. And uh, it's story time, guys. I'm going to tell you an example, a latest case study, a latest case study um, where your where your pride could bite you in your ass when you don't listen to what a coach tells you to what you should do. So this is story time, guys. So I, I hope you have some time for to listen to something. So uh, well, obviously you are because you're listening to this podcast. So <laughs> what happened was one of my buddies, we're going to call him Ferd because uh Ain't no shame. He's probably going to listen to this, and uh, he knows what's up. So my buddy, Ferdy, he's an ex-Marine, uh, uh, he, Marine veteran. Um, I don't say ex-Marine. I guess you're, you're all, once a Marine, always a Marine, right? So, uh, yeah, he's a Marine vet, you know, does his thing. And I'm programming him for his next powerlifting meet. And in this week specifically, he's supposed to be doing sets of three. Uh, but just doing... You know, uh, you know, 80, 85% of, of sets of three and not overreaching. We're not trying to set new PRs. You know, we're not trying to set new records this week. Um, the reason being is that your body, if you kind of over, overextend your body and if you overreach, 
um, then that means your body will respond by needing to recover even longer, especially if you hit a weight that you you haven't hit in a long time or you achieved a greater PR, like a personal record. It puts your body through a lot of strain. And um, yeah, if you do it too early in a program where you're supposed to be building up for a certain event, and in this case, it was several weeks out. So he had no, we, we didn't have any reason to try to go for, a, you know, to overreach uh for sets of three we can we could have probably pushed a little bit more but this guy was like hey austin i think i could do i think i do more i think i do more okay we could do a little bit more no 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 i mean way more i could do way more and i'm like uh uh i mean sure i mean but but i really suggest that you do it just a little i mean you just stay there and just do a little bit much because you still got more work to do here here and there he's like no man i feel i could do more man and for me my coaching philosophy for everyone who who's ever interested, you know, if people say going to do it, even though you try to justify why they shouldn't and you, you educate, you know, you tell them like you shouldn't do it, man. I really suggest you just do it this way and they just t- kind of ignore you. I let life be the lesson. Life is the greatest teacher, is it not? Is it not, guys? We have a lot of life lessons, ladies and gents. So I let life take the wheel at this point. Okay, so he goes and he loads the bar up. He's doing deadlifts and he loads the bar up to a a, a, a pretty heavy, heavy weight for him where I'm like, wow, I haven't seen him move this weight in a while. But and he did it. He, he did three strong. I said, great job, Ferg. Good job. Good job, man. Good. And, you know, to me, I was like, OK, he hit those pretty clean. All right. That's cool. So. You know, everything's all well and said and done. Da-da-da. A couple of days go by. He comes back. Um, this next week is a deload week. So we're deloading the body. Uh, we're letting the joints and the, the ligaments and, and all that stuff recover before the next phase of the training program. Let the body recover and adapt and get stronger so we can hit bigger numbers the next week. It's all in the plan. It's all in the plan. So he does a very easy, I think it was supposed to be an easy leg day that day he came back. It was a couple days off. It was like a Monday he came back. Um, a couple days, uh, so he comes back and, and he's trying, he's doing, you know, I, I programmed really light loads, really light weight, really light sets and reps. He's just, it's a deload week. So then he starts doing the weight and then all of a sudden, um, he starts like panting and starting having chest pains and back pains. And I'm like, dude, are you okay? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, man. I'm fine. I think. Okay. So then, granted, this is one of the busiest times at the gym. So I'm running around teaching class, you know, helping new prospects, talking to other clients, talking to other coaches. Um, you know, we're, I'm in the flow of the gym. And that's when I'm like, I love it when I'm in the flow of the gym. Like when I'm talking to my members and I'm seeing people work out and, and people are loving it and the environment here is cool and everyone's high-fiving each other and, 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 and motivating each other and working out with each other. And it's like one of the best feelings ever. So in the midst of it all, I see Ferd pack up his bags and gives me a fist bump. And I'm like, where are you going, dude? You're not even done. Because I knew that workout was supposed to be the workout I, pro- I programmed for for that day. It's light, but it was long. And he goes, he goes, I'm going to the emergency room. And I'm like, what? He goes, I'm going to the emergency room, man. I don't feel right. So I was like, okay. And then long story short, he goes to the emergency room, takes pictures of him on a gurney with like wires connected to him. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And it, it turns out that he's suffering from severe muscle strain of his chest and back. Gee, I wonder how he accomplished that. The doctor was like, what were you doing this past weekend? 
And Ferd was like, well, you know, I lift weights. And I think a couple of days ago, I think I lifted a weight pretty intensely that I should have probably not have. And the doctor's like, yeah, you shouldn't have done that. Now your body's responding to it accordingly, and you need to take a week off lifting. So Ferd tells me all this, and then I say, dude, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Like, oh, okay, so, okay, like, we obviously can't work out. So I'm stressing out how to, like, making sure that he's okay. But he says he's okay. So there's no, like, heart attack, no nothing. They did blood work. They did tests. He's not going to have a heart. He's not having a heart attack. Good thing God. He's just having severe muscle strain. And I said, dude. Dude, like, this is really going to set back your training, but I will just adjust when you come back. And he's like, don't worry, man. It's like deload week. It's deload week. It's supposed to be an easy week. And I'm like, dude, deload week doesn't mean you're on a gurney in the emergency room, okay? This is not how it works. This is not how you get strong. You're not a Saiyan, okay? As much as I love to promote that, you know, we're like, you know, like the Saiyans of, of, of San Jose or like Dragon Ball Z gym and da-da-da-da. You're not a Saiyan. I don't have sensu beans to give you, man. I don't have sense of beans to give you, okay? So moral of the story is, guys, don't overextend. You guys are human. We're not Saiyans, all right? We're not Jedi as much as we'd love to believe or Sith or whatever or freaking magical ninjas, all right, throwing out chakra everywhere. Don't overextend. Push yourselves, but don't overextend because I know a lot of people, after they listen about this afterburn coach, uh, afterburn episode and high interval training actually helps with the afterburn they're gonna be like yeah i'm gonna fucking do this shit hella high intensity oh fucking go because coach austin said so no i am not gonna be held liable for this um but yeah that was uh that was that so that's uh that's uh story time with me and uh what happened uh he's okay now he's back on his training program if you guys are wondering about my uh furred furred's the word so so he's doing well right now um I'll keep you guys updated with that. And, uh, and that, is, that, is, that is a little bit about Afterburn and EPOG, exercise post-oxygen consumption. That's a scientific term. So, yeah, that's that. So, another quick episode. I like to, I like to crank these ones out pretty. Like, they're pretty nice. Get straight to the point. Um, again, uh, next episode, I'm going to surprise you guys. But, again, if you guys want me to cover a topic – Utilize the free fucking Facebook group, ladies and gents. Utilize it, utilize it, utilize it. I know there was a question out here. Oh, my God. I am so sorry, again, because I know one of you guys asked about, like, who who was there? Who was there? Uh, who was it? I'm, gonna, I'm, like, scrolling down. I'm scrolling down right now. Someone asked about, like, a fitness tracker they would recommend. And I'm just, like, I'm literally scrolling down the Facebook group right now to look for her. I know it was a woman. Ah. Ah, no. No, 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 no. I'm, like, looking right now. (gasps) Amanda Leak. Yes. See, if you guys are active in the Facebook group, you get shout-outs on the podcast. What? So she's asking, hey, what's the best fitness tracking type app? I used and really liked Endomondo. But it took up too much space on my phone. Might go back. But blah, 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 blah. Uh, I would love walking, running, tracking distance, and times primarily. But workouts and things to do. But workouts and things to do, too. And gamification is always the best. Photography a few years ago was intriguing but got boring. Dang. Um, best fitness tracking type app. Well, Amanda. Well, there was... Um, I like... I like... I mean, okay. <sighs> 
the most funnest I can't find it right now because the the I'm gonna give you guys some behind the scenes stuff, um, behind the scenes stuff as far as Silicon Valley goes. Like I I I've worked with a lot of app companies who are into the fitness world and they try to like get other trainers who are actually in the fitness world to get on board, and it's software engineers who are trying to make an app for fitness people, but there's no fitness people behind the helm. They're just asking us tips and tricks. They're asking us advice, but they're not, they don't fully understand our world of fitness yet. So as far as gamifying fitness, um, I'm going to let you know if I know, if I see an app that's like up and coming, like, Oh, okay, that one's going to be a good one. But for right now, what's going to help you? Cause Amanda, I think you're looking for just more like tracking distance and running and walking. Um, you know, map my run. All that's I I mean map my run, uh it's but with Under Armour and all that stuff that's fine. Um, uh, you pair that up with you just use it with your phone. Um, I mean the the newest Fitbit is pretty pretty intense. Uh, I mean you have the iPhone watches now everything's everything's getting crazy, but for the type of you know um, tracking. Like distance and all that. I think Garmin. Garmin has it's not necessarily an app. It's like a watch. It's a pretty pricey watch, but it syncs up with the app and it shows you how much you ran. It shows your heart rate and all that stuff. Like a Garmin watch. Like check that out. They because I like to go into the accuracy of a fitness tracker because a lot of fitness trackers are very inaccurate. And companies that are actually pretty who are pretty accurate who are actually were in this game before anyone else was uh, you know Polar Body. Check out their heart rate monitors. I always go by them. Uh, polar body, heart rate monitors, they're pretty accurate. They've been doing they've been in the heart rate industry since before this all became super popular. So check out the heart rate app. Uh, check her out, check out Polar Body and what they have to offer. Um, they have little fitness trackers too. Um, what I say is that pe- people it's very popular to have a fitness tracker around the wrist. It measures your heart rate through the radial um, you know, your radial artery. And I really hope I'm saying that right. But yeah, the, the radial artery, not radial vein, it's artery, artery, right? So if you're a doctor out there, you correct me, <laughs> like sign me in the face, say, how dare you say it's an artery? But yeah, I think it is a radial artery and, uh, um, and it tracks it by there. But I would say rule of thumb, ladies and gents, for a finish tracker, if you want the most accurate result as far as uh, heart rate, get it where it's closest to the chest. Because it's close, or closest to your to your chest, and and there's a certain way of positioning that heart rate monitor, so it gets the best uh, reading. Because there's the SA node and the AV node, the electrical discharge within your heart can be read better by that uh, by that instrument. I don't know, I just fucking nerd out on you. What Austin knows stuff. So so yeah 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 yeah. So that's that. Um, that's the best I can answer. Uh, I hope I hope that answers your question. Because there's so much that goes into fitness tracking uh, as an app. I mean, if you're just going jogging and running and all that stuff, um, walking on the track, you know, my, uh, uh, what was it? Map my run, map my run with, uh, with Under Armour. It's, it's been, it's just straight to the point. You can always compare notes and you can always compare what, what you can do. And, uh, and, uh, what I've seen lately is the Lose It app can sync up with your Fitbit. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So the Lose It app, uh, it syncs up with your Fitbit or any any fitness tracking, so you can tr- track your food and your fitness at the same time. What? So that's that for that. Um, I would promote. 
other things that I'm contracted to promote, but I'm not going to do that because, <laughs> you know, coaching for geeks, I'm not I'm not going to turn this into something that I'm just going to be like promoting all this stupid shit that I'm sponsored for. Um, I'm going to be true and honest with you guys. And what I feel believe will definitely benefit you. Um, if I feel like certain items are are as quality and would serve you, this group the best, then I will go ahead and push it. But for right now, um, you know, check out the Lose It app. Check out the Lose It app. With, uh, it, it syncs up with any other type of finish tracker. Um, I, I just see it as simple and I'm going to use it in my, my next six week challenge for the members. Um, they don't know it yet. And if they're listening to this now, they know. Um, but yeah, so that's that for that. So we went over the afterburn I did the story time with a case study with a buddy of mine and uh fitness tracking. I answered that question cause I saw it and, and it was, it was, Oh, it was yesterday. Oh, okay. So, so maybe eh? I just felt like I missed that. Oh, it was like a couple of days ago. So hopefully by this time, by the time this app is, this episode's launch, it'll be answered. Um, so shout out to you again, Amanda. Uh, but if you guys have any other questions, throw it into the Facebook group. Maybe I'll answer it on the podcast. If not, I'll comment below it. So this is Coach Austin from Hyper Strength Conditioning for the Nerd Out and Workout Podcast, where we nerd out, work out, and podcast and talk about random shit. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Till next time. Le... Arigatou gozaimasu!